to the $100 MBA show, where your business success is our success. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is a Q&A Wednesday episode. On our Q&A Wednesday episodes, I answer a question from one of you, our listeners. If you have a question you want to ask, just email me at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question comes from Monica, and Monica asks, how often do you update your website? Solid question. I'll be answering that in today's Q&A Wednesday episode. I'll be covering how often should you update the design of your website, as well as the content I'll be mainly focusing on the sales pages, the feature pages, the pages that describe and sell your product. And I won't be focusing on your blog because, hey, if you have a blog, you'll be updating it every week or how often you actually uh, publish. We're talking about the content of your website that sells your products. How often do you have to update that? What about the design of the whole site? I'll share with you what we do in our businesses and what has worked for us. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. episode is sponsored by our friends at Mattress Firm. I have a question for you. How much sleep did you get last night? Getting enough sleep and waking up on time aren't easy, but it can be thanks to the sleep experts at Mattress Firm. We know how important it is as an entrepreneur to get a good night's sleep. We have a ton of things to do in the day and Mattress Firm can help you get that sleep. They have the widest selection of America's best-selling brands, and they have beds for every budget, every body, and everybody. Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast and save 10% with code PODCAST10. That's PODCAST10. And if online shopping isn't your thing, Mattress Firm stores are in your neighborhood, so better sleep is right around the corner, literally. Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast and use code PODCAST10. Monica writes in and asks for Q&A Wednesday, how often do you update your website? So this really depends on how frequently you change your product. If you're in the early stages, probably pretty frequently. So first, I'm going to focus on the content, what you actually write, what you actually communicate on your website, and then we'll talk about the design. So I highly recommend you review your website at least once a quarter. That means every three months. You're going to do a, a thorough review of what's on every single page. What are you communicating? Now, mind you, I said at least. If you could do this once a month or when you're even getting started and you're launching your product in that first few months, once every two weeks, this is gonna be great. This is gonna allow you to learn more about what works and what doesn't work in terms of your sales copy. But at the very least, even if you have an established business, you wanna review every word on your website once every three months. You wanna make sure it's still relevant, it still resonates with your audience, it's still who you are. You also want to make sure that all the information is still up to date. Maybe you've changed the features of that product or your offering. Maybe you need to update your FAQs page because there are different questions that are being asked quite frequently. Maybe you need to update the content of the video that you display on the homepage. Maybe you've added a whole bunch of features to your new app and you need to add them to your features page. Your product should be evolving and it should be evolving enough where you need to update some things every quarter. I do this with our website, Webinar Ninja, but I also do it especially when we do a major push of features. I update the sales pages, the features pages to make sure the new features are reflected. 
And after some time, I'll have to redesign certain pages, like a features page, where I just can't fit all the information the way it's designed right now. I need to redesign it so it does have all the information properly. Now, I haven't even gotten into your lead pages or your opt-in pages. These are the pages that you use to get your leads, like your free course, like your ebook, like your report, like your white papers, whatever you're giving away for an email address so you can build your audience. These things need to be revisited often because you're spending a lot of time and energy driving traffic to these pages so people can be part of your audience. You want to make sure they convert as high as possible. So you want to treat these pages a little bit different than your actual website pages that I mentioned before. These really need to be visited quite frequently, at least once a month, if not every week or so, especially if you're driving traffic via ads, paid ads. You're spending money getting people to that page. You want to maximize every dollar by getting as many conversions as possible. Here are a few pages or elements of pages that people forget to update and you really should take note of. Number one, your footer, like your copyright date. Some people still have copyright dates from 2016. Make sure you have an up-to-date copyright date at the bottom of your footer. It looks very unprofessional when you're at a date. Uh, The best thing to do is put a note on your calendar at the first of the month to update your website's copyright date at the bottom. Another thing a lot of people neglect to update is their about page or their team page. You might have new teammates that have joined your team since you've built this website. You've got to include these people on your site. You may have to uh, reword your about page to be more inclusive of your whole team. Just keep in mind, as your business grows, so does your team and your about page. I mentioned your FAQs. Your FAQ page or your FAQ area on a certain page may need updating from time to time. You might find that the questions that you're putting that you think are frequent are not as frequent as you think and customer service or you're getting emails from customers saying, hey, this is a common question we're getting asked over and over and over. Put it on the FAQ page. So make sure you update your FAQ page or area as frequently as possible. One of the pages that you really need to focus on a lot is your pricing page. Why? Because that's the page where people make a decision to buy or not. Maybe your pricing is not clear enough. Maybe it's confusing. Maybe it's not clear on what they're going to get with each of your plans. I like having a separate pricing FAQ area right on the pricing page, right under the prices. Things like what kind of credit cards or forms of payment do you accept? Things like your refund policy. This is really helpful. And you want to revisit this page and edit it as much as you can. You want to simplify this as well. You don't want too much information here. You don't want to overwhelm them. You want to make a purchase as quickly and as seamlessly as possible. If they get overwhelmed and confused and have to read, you know, 5,000 words, this does not make for a good buying experience. Part of that pricing page or that checkout process are your checkout pages. Make sure you take a look at those as well. Maybe people are abandoning the car or abandoning the pricing page midway through making a purchase because things are confusing or it's too long-winded or you're asking for too much information at one shot. I know a lot of people like giving steps to their checkout. So step one, give us these four pieces of information, your first name, your last name, your email address, and set up a password. Step two, give us your billing information. Step three, What's your blood type? Whatever. The point is, is that they break it up into steps. Instead of overwhelming somebody with a long page filled with, you know, a lot of fields they have to fill, 
It may be a little bit overwhelming. It may make them feel like, oh man, I don't have time for this right now. I'll do it later and later never comes. Another thing you want to take a look at is your load speed, how long it takes to load your website and particular pages on your website, your most frequently visited pages on your website. If you don't know your most frequently pages that are visited on your website, you need to check out your Google Analytics, take a look at the analytics, take a look at which page gets the most traffic. You want to take a look at the top five pages at least, and you want to run them through something called GT Metric. That's GT Metric with an X at the end. And this is a tool that shows you how long it takes to load your page, how many seconds. And it'll grade the speed of the page and let you know where are the problem areas. Most of the time, it's images that are too large or they're not really optimized. They'll give you some recommendation and it's great so that way you can minimize some of these larger images. You can optimize these images and see what's causing your pages to load slowly. Slow page loading really affects your search engine optimization and to be found and ranked on Google. Google will always prefer a faster loading site. It will give sites that load fast preferential treatment, so make sure your site loads quickly. And GT Metric is a great tool to see what needs adjusting what needs editing. And sometimes we forget to do this because, hey, we add things to our website, we add certain images, video, text, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we just kind of forget that we added these things and it's bloating the site and we don't know what's causing it to slow down. This tool is great for that. Guys, I got more on today's Q&A Wednesday's episode answering Monica's question, how often do you update your website? But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Household Name, a new podcast from Business Insider. They're on a mission to find the surprising stories behind companies, places, and products we use every day. Let me give you an example. Here's a story from one of the episodes of Household Name. This might surprise you, but TGI Fridays, that chain restaurant with the red and white stripes and the fruity cocktails, they weren't always family friendly. The first TGI Fridays opened in Manhattan back in the 60s. It was a bar where young professionals and models hung out after work. And then it accidentally became perhaps the world's first singles bar. That first TGI Fridays inspired tons of copycats, a Tom Cruise movie, and arguably helped kickstart the sexual revolution. But how did TGI Fridays go from this edgy pickup bar to a strip mall staple? Well, you gotta check out this new podcast, Household Name, to find out. This story about TGI Fridays, it's in their premiere episode. So check out Household Name, Business Insider's new podcast in your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever you're using to listen to this podcast right now. Again, it's called Household Name. Search it, subscribe, and thank me later. To wrap up today's lesson, today's question on how often do you update your website, here's some really great advice I wish somebody told me years ago. Open up your calendar app. If you don't have a calendar app, you need to have one. This is how you function as an entrepreneur. You need a calendar app somewhere, somehow, whether it's on your phone or you're using Google Calendar, what I recommend. And open up your calendar and plug in appointments to check on your website. At minimum, once every three months, you should check your website thoroughly. Read every word on your website. Make sure everything is up to date I would check your page speed at least once a month. This doesn't take too long to check. It takes about five minutes using the GT metric. If you need to make some adjustments, you can either get your uh, web administrator to do it or you can jump in and do it yourself in a few minutes. 
But the point here is that put it in the calendar so you don't forget and you have a regular schedule of making sure your website looks Now, we haven't touched on design that much because I'm not a big believer that you should redesign your website that often. People will go to your website often, especially if you have a blog, especially if you have some sort of community, and you don't want to make it a jarring experience. Changing your UI, your user experience with your website makes people feel uncomfortable. So if you're going to make changes to design, make it subtle and make it slow. I highly recommend not changing or overhauling the design of your website that often. So maybe once a year is too often, in my opinion. Once every two years is also, in my opinion, too often. Once every three years, okay, that sounds pretty good. You want to look fresh, you want to look new, you want to maybe give it a refresh. That's fine. But the design really doesn't make a big difference as much as the words and what you communicate on the page. So make sure that gets updated regularly and not so much the design. All right, that wraps up today's lesson. Thank you so much for listening. That's it for me today, guys. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. You can spend months on end tinkering with your website. You've got to limit yourself to a certain amount of time every single month or every single quarter editing and updating because it's an endless process. You can always make it better. You can always refine it. So you got to have yourself under some sort of constraint. You have to put some time limits So if you are editing the website, if you are editing the copy, if you're changing images and you're doing this once a quarter, tell yourself, you know, these are the amount of hours I'm going to put towards that effort and that's it. I got to get it done in those hours. Otherwise, you're going to go on weeks on end trying to make it better, better and better and better and you're not really getting a chance to do business or work on other things on your business. So have some time constraint even with the time you allot to edit and update. That's it for today's episode, but don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss tomorrow's episode where I talk about the one thing you should never outsource. Learn all about that tomorrow. I'll see you then. Take care.